0: Another Are you good, thinking? Uh, I'm very, very excited to hear you talk about this. Welcome to the movie bed, <laughs> season three. We're
1: back again. Can We're you back believe again? it? One, at least double the episodes of season two Wait. so far.
0: <laughs> the third season, a hundred percent more episodes. <laughs> then is that how the math works? Yeah, I think so. it's hundred percent more episodes. So speaking more of math, <laughs> speaking of math, today's movie is a great one. It's one of my all-time favorites, and one that Colleen's not sure she's ever seen <laughs> all of, and one Mary has only seen the box cover. The box
2: cover. Box
1: cover. The box cover. Cover yeah. image. The,
0: okay, okay. It was you, on what? my Netflix. I, from, <laughs> I was born in the '80s.
1: Blockbuster. What did I think
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I did print this from Blockbuster the first time I saw it. Red oh. what, Ryan?
1: Goodwill Hunting.
0: <laughs> Goodwill Hunting. Great. Now. uh... If this is your first time joining us and you kind of skipped Pretty Woman because you're like, that movie's about prostitution, and, I, and I'm not ready to listen to that
2: topic. I don't know who would be like, I'm not listening because it's about prostitution.
0: Just the audiences. They're like, oh, Pretty Woman, I'm Nuns. with my mom. I might uh, Grandmas. <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: our main uh, yeah, audience.
0: audience. <laughs> <laughs> our huge nun following, they're jumping right to season we three, episode two. Well, guys. there's I none of that forgetting. in this
2: movie, I
1: think.
0: the Prostitution yep. that you know of. If this is your first time joining us for season three, you skipped... Like I said, you skipped the other one. Um, This season, we are going to be going back watching movies that some of our hosts have not seen, whether it's myself or Colleen or Mary. Hi, by the way, I'm Ryan.
1: I'm Colleen. (sighs) I'm Mary. (laughs) I'm Mary.
2: We're all here.
0: <laughs> and all is the three of us. We're all here, and uh, so we're gonna be going back and watching movies that we should have watched at some point in our lives. You know
2: those ones at parties that your friends will be like, "Oh yeah, like that one time that w- in Scarface," and they blah blah blah, and you just kind of like nod your head and you're like, "That was awesome," because you don't want to tell them that and you've you make never a mental seen note, like, Scarface. I really
0: got to go back and watch Scarface. This just is the podcast
2: like, for you and now for you us. Can,
0: now <laughs> you can do that. So. <laughs> we're
2: going back and watching certified gold classic movies.
0: At least ones that we've been told are certified gold classics. Yeah, we will determine at blast. the end of each episode if it's something we'd actually recommend for those who have not seen it. But True. like we said, this week, this movie, Goodwill Hunting. Oh, yeah. Mary?
2: I had this movie in my Netflix queue for like two years. I don't know if it's still on Netflix. I don't think that it is. Like to stream, you're saying? To stream, yeah. Not to order. So you have like, to like chicken. wait for it to come. It was no, already. I just had it there because it's, Goodwill Hunting is a movie, like I would put it in the same category as like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That like, it just came out and people just loved it. But I was too young probably to understand what was going on. And so I never saw it. And I think based on little... Looking at the movie cover, yes. tell me everything. Tell me the is, plot. It is Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. I Correct. think that this is how they became friends in real life. I'm pretty sure that this is the first time they were in a movie together, and Go on. I am pretty sure that one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that one of them is really good at math. Okay. And maybe the <laughs> Can other. Can
0: <laughs> you pick which one is good at math? Just.
2: Just, just based guessing. on their faces, I'm going to say it's um, Matt Damon. Is okay. the math guy. And then I What's think, Ben Affleck do? I think he owns a bar.
0: Okay. He owns a okay. bar. Okay. So Ben Affleck is a math... Because it seems mathem- like it's
2: like a dark cover, and I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Matt Damon was, like, a mathematician. a mathematician down on his luck. Like, nobody understands him, so he goes to get a drink, and he meets Matt Damon, and they somehow... What are they What are they doing math for? I don't know.
0: <laughs> How does the math come up between the bars? It's just, ah, oh, buddy, you look like you've really had some algebra. Issues lately, this one's on me.
2: We <laughs> I don't be have friends. to solve for x to understand what's going on with you, man. Uh, <laughs> um, now, who else I'm is in this sure. movie, though? That's all that I know. Mary, th- there's. I, th- I was thinking that there may be some the sort the of g- what.
0: On the cover is there of- an
2: older man? Is it Robin Williams?
0: <laughs> yes. there, there
2: you go. He seems like a traditional mentor, and now I kind of remember that there... Okay, so maybe maybe Robin Williams is, like, um, needing somebody who's, like, hands-on and businessy, and somebody who has a beautiful mind. I'm not getting this confused with the movie Beautiful Mind. With a
0: beautiful, with a beautiful mind. mind? I don't think so, but okay.
1: <laughs> But maybe I was
2: thinking maybe Robin Williams like needs to form some sort of team for something
0: like a math team, a super math team, and it's a (laughs) ragtag bunch of one down his luck mathematician and one (laughs)
2: one one up on his luck, conveniently like bartender. bartender.
0: It's like, a, and they're solving math cop
2: problems. well, maybe, like maybe that. one of them is like currently a mathematician, and maybe the bartender like used to be really into math, like majored in, in math in college, and is now like dusting off his stuff. So like,
0: Ben like is like ready to get back into his math game. Not
2: ready to get into it. He's I would like say he's probably desperate for money. And
0: protractor out. <laughs> protractor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> say it like
2: that. The I was thinking maybe they're like protractor. trying to like a solve protractor. a puzzle or something together to make money.
0: So, okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, you guys, I don't know. And so, like
0: solving math to make money? This is you oh, got you're, you math. Math. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's called the stock market.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you guys laughing at me like this is why I don't tell people I haven't seen Goodwill Hunting and it reinforces right. the purpose of this podcast. So here's what I
0: want to ask you before we wrap up and go and go watch the movie. Uh the title, Goodwill Hunting. Yes. What does that mean? Oh, boy.
2: Okay, so
1: <laughs> I,
2: just, I just kind of have a feeling that what I think is wrong, and it's what I've always thought, but again, I've never watched it. Uh-huh. So, like, um, you know how, like, if somebody has pure motives, they have, like, goodwill? Uh-huh. I kind of think that they're, like, on the search for, like, nobility. On the
0: hunt for goodwill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the hunt for October, but it's the hunt for goodwill.
2: Yeah. Goodwill hunting. They're, g- like, like bird hunting.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> they're looking but instead for, deer for goodwill <laughs> via <laughs> math money.
2: <laughs> well, I think I'm going to be really embarrassed. <laughs>
1: All right. Hey, well, let not be go worse go. than how I started episode one. so
2: Hey, nobody puts babies. <laughs> <laughs> nobody puts
1: funny, babies. So. It
0: can't get any worse than our Pennsylvania Dutch friend over here <laughs> still not sure if she's seen Dirty Dancing or not.
1: <laughs> or this movie. Or, <laughs> <it's> very blurry. <laughs> <laughs> but does, so does, does my plot sound right? What you think, From Colin? what I remember of this movie, that does not sound super <laughs> accurate. But
2: looking forward to it, only one way to find out. Let's, let's watch, watch it. it. <laughs> Drink up, baby. Stay up, up all night. With the things you could do, you won't, but you might The potential you'll be, that you'll never see The promises you'll only
0: make The people you've been before that you don't Now, what I really want to talk about is Matt Damon's haircut in this movie. Okay, <laughs> I
2: never thought I'd be so into Curtin's hair,
0: frosted tip. It's, no, it's not He looks not like Nick good. from the Backstreet Boys.
2: Don't you dare talk about it <laughs> like
0: that. We're back from watching the movie. Mary just got done drying her face. <laughs>
2: It moved me. How many
0: times did you cry during this movie?
2: Twice really hard. <laughs> it made me realize that the, like, sobbing shoulder shrug should be, like, my signature dance move. <laughs> oh, wow. The sobbing because, shoulder shrug. You know when you hit the point where you're like, oh, okay, tears. Okay, we're going to cry. I'm going to, there are tears Is that tears how you feel here. like coming on? I haven't
0: cried since I was in ninth grade when I broke my arm.
2: So, when I watch movies, there's, like, a progressive, like, there's, like, tears in the eyes. And then there's tears flowing out of the face. And then it goes straight
1: to, like, like the heaving heaving socks. Do you heave cry, Colleen? Uh, it has to be like, but it has to be like a traumatic, the, it, it takes a I lot. I think that the reason that it I like goes... That a
0: lot in a movie? Are you saying you never... No,
1: I, in a movie, I don't think I've ever heave cried. cry. I'm crying. saying...
2: I've been asked to leave movie theaters before. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is... <laughs> listen, PSA oh. love you will really get you if you don't know what's PS, coming. PS
0: I love you with the guy from 300...
2: I've never seen three hundred.
0: We'll we'll talk about that on another <laughs> podcast. But we're talking about Goodwill Hunting right now. Oh my
2: gosh, it was so good, and I started crying, and I was crying hard enough that I had to pause a little bit because I didn't want to miss the movie. And then <laughs> you I couldn't just started hear the crying movie crying over quietly. your weeping. Well, it wasn't that it was loud. It was that like it was. Her body was was taking over, and she (laughs)
1: couldn't think about anything else.
2: (laughs) I was being completely 100% led by my body. My mind was not involved. And it was just good. Sometimes when you feel things, especially when you're— Kind of, whenever I cry like that in a movie, it's like I'm processing my own things through somebody else. So when I like start feeling Sunday. emotional, oh. when I start feeling emotional in a movie, and it like is more than just like tears in my eyes, I just kind of lean into it and like let whatever needs to happen happen because I, uh, it's the only time that you can feel better from just crying about somebody, like not having to deal with your own. I baggage. typically
0: handle my own emotions the exact opposite I'm... way. Where <laughs> if I feel them coming, I say, you what are they they walk yes. away." Yes. No, one, no one asked for start you. Start playing <laughs> a game on my phone. <laughs> I've you only, start
2: getting tears in your eyes and you're like wait did somebody just say my name yeah, and I think like I could to stop doing whatever
0: this is this making <laughs> no, you feel this way. No that's not me at all
2: I've said so that I used to do this thing um when I was in living in Texas, I had this like, it wasn't such, it wasn't a lonely season. I just didn't have a lot of friends my age. I was going to school um, with a bunch of people who were older than me, and I was uh, interning at a church in a youth ministry. So everybody there was younger than me. And so when I just needed to process, I'd have sad movie Sundays. <laughs> oh, and gosh, terrible, that Mary. Awful. <laughs> I would just watch like two or three movies in a row that would make me cry because. But you like, knew they were was, gonna make you
0: cry. You were like, I know exactly what I'm getting yeah, into. Yeah,
2: there was one day that I watched The Notebook, The Blind Side, and Radio.
0: the same time? I
1: threw up. (laughs) You you cried so hard you threw up? I cried so hard I threw up. Unbelievable. But that's radio for you. That
0: is radio. And speaking of radio, this is our podcast, and we're going to talk about the plot. (laughs) Great segue. Welcome
2: to the movie,
1: Vin. Well, we already
0: welcomed them because we did that part. We we did that (laughs) before we went and watched the movie, but- I would like to maybe we'll recap a little bit of this yes. this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can tell us about the parts that made you cry and the parts that made you feel, uh, oh. the parts that made you laugh. Okay. What, whatever you want to do. But I really, I'm sorry, unfortunately, that it wasn't the uh, the math, math caper that you were hoping that I it was, was going to be.
2: I've never been so happy to not be inundated by math for two hours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, well, Goodwill Hunting, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, we'll tell you at the end whether or not we recommend it. But if you haven't, I'll, if you have, if it's been a while, allow me mm-hmm. to catch you up on the plot. Um, Will Hunting is the guy's name. So that's where that came <laughs> from. Not that they were hunting for Goodwill. They actually, you put the wrong two words together, I think, May.
1: <laughs> but.
0: In your defense, Will Hunting is a very deceptive name. Yeah. So. But he is, uh, this is a 1997 movie directed by Gus Van Zandt.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if he's related to any of the guys who used to be in Leonard Skinner, though.
2: Were they Van Zandt?
0: Ronnie Van Zant.
2: Did not know that. Yeah,
0: he died in a plane crash. That's true. <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know where else to go with that. All Moving right. on. But uh, the big thing that this movie kind of this movie is really known for is that Matt Damon and Ben Affleck wrote it together, and it's oh. this is the one they wrote together that they won the Academy Award for for Best Original Screenplay. They
2: wrote this. This
0: wrote they wrote this. Well, okay, so Matt Damon was in a playwriting class at Harvard, and he wrote um, as part of his senior project. They were, they were given a project to write a one act play. And instead of doing that, he wrote a 40 page manuscript sc- screenplay. 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 Manuscript of, is for book. He wrote a book for the stage <laughs> uh, for Goodwill Hunting. Uh, and he turned that in. And it wasn't exactly how it ended up, but for the most part, that was the story. So That is so cool. He wrote that. You, that's great. I
2: didn't know that he could do that. He's a very smart
0: man with a wonderful boy band haircut. But let's get to the plot. <laughs>
2: Twenty-two-year-old
0: Will Hunting. Uh,
2: I think he's twenty. He is twenty. He is twenty. Because he says on his twenty-first birthday. That's is right. He gets a car dead. and stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's all at the very end. Yeah. So I just it's, jumped to the very end of the movie. Yeah.
2: His girlfriend was probably twenty-two.
0: And now you've really given away a lot.
2: Spoiler: wow. Alert. Wow. He gets a girlfriend <laughs> probably because he's hot. Oh. Uh,
0: well. Will Hunting is a janitor from South Boston. He's a a Southie. Kind of they there like parts a of South- Bethlehem? That are like the south and north parts. Where which, do the poor people live in your town? Which direction of
1: Bethlehem did you live in? Actually, I mean, the west side is actually the... <laughs> the westies? The, the, the westies. West we don't have something. I think that's a dog. Which one were you? <laughs> I, well, we all, <laughs> we all know what Colleen was.
0: <laughs> Colleen, if, if the poor people were on the west side, Colleen was an eastie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I did go to East Love Hills. school.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to East Hills. There, what's up if anyone's watching? Watching. The, the, <laughs> what are we the doing? The fighting what's? Uh, the horse. Um, The fighting horses. (laughs) Nope. That's the worst mascot. What were we? Chargers. Chargers. The Chargers. Yep.
0: The fighting Chargers of of bougie East Hills. What was
1: your middle school mascot?
0: The Bryson Bulldogs or the Southside Sabres. They
1: switched it up? Hmm? Well, you got two or they changed it? I went to multiple middle schools. I got a past Mary? I was homeschooled. <laughs> so you, you were picked, the fighting Mary's. Oh, you could have picked a mascot. Well, my yeah. co-op would you have had,
2: a, had a mascot. What was a that? Co-op? It was my co-op. There was the Hurricanes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, go Hurricanes. Go so homeschool Hurricanes. Did- <laughs> <laughs> so
1: good, was- huh, good Will
0: Hunting. Will Hunting is a janitor, 20-year-old janitor at MIT from South Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, he does not attend MIT. He is a poor boy uh, with a, from a poor family. As Queen would say, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and but there is this uh, fancy professor with a scarf. Who's In a little scarf. He's such an annoying guy. He's yeah. the worst. It's
2: important. We can talk about him later, but I felt like the juxtaposition between his character and Robin Williams' character was like a life lesson. I guess
0: they had to be very different to yes. be, but for the whole for the story, but yeah. he's a very obnoxious professor. True. And so he's writing on this giant math board. He thinks he's the smartest guy in the world, writes this big hard math problem, and says, I challenge anyone to solve this math problem. And then at night, Will Hunting goes in there while he's mopping the floors and solves the math problem. Just uh, casually. Very Just quickly. casually. As
2: if he was remembering to write something on a grocery list.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Apples. Speaking yeah. of, how about them apples? <laughs> so while he's doing all this stuff, he and his buddies, Chucky and Morgan, who, <laughs> my God, Casey what Affleck was, is the, the best thing. What was the other
2: name? Is, was the other one named Casey? Uh, the blonde one that always seemed to be mm, very asleep Billy, no, Billy. Casey yeah. Affleck, I didn't even recognize him for most of the movie.
0: Did you most of the his lines in this movie? He ad libbed too, like the director and all the I'm so not brother, surprised. everybody got mad at him during the like say the lines we wrote, and he's like, "No, I think this is better."
2: I feel like and they he, left all his ad lib stuff in. The, their friend group reminds me so much of my brother and his friends that I texted my brother during the movie. It was like, like, "You have to watch of your buds. this, yeah." Except for they're not like dumb; they just like talk to each other in the same way.
0: So Matt Damon has this little crew that he runs with of these all South Boston blue-collar guys, they like to drink and uh, get in slow-motion playground fights with kids that were mean to them in middle school or <laughs> elementary school or something. <laughs> the guy bullied him in kindergarten. He's like, hey, you, you, uh, you this guy? And then he just slow-motion punches it's him. It's awesome. It is great. And then he also punches a cop, which, which is, is unfortunate. not, uh, awesome. not what you're not
2: supposed to do, but it was, I think, the heat of the moment. A great
0: decision, which uh, uh, it seems like Will Hunting hasn't made a lot of great decisions in life because he has to go to jail for punching a cop. And when we're at his trial, we find out that he has punched a lot of people assaulted yeah. a lot of people stolen, stolen stuff some
2: cards and gotten away with it so for
0: being a very smart math guy not a real street smart guy nope Uh, No, he actually
2: seems like he's very street smart. If you're street
0: smart, you don't get caught as much as this guy did. He
2: gets off on pretty much anything he gets caught on. I think he probably thinks most of the time that he's the exception to any rule, good or bad.
0: Because he's so smart. He feels like he's kind of above the law.
2: Well, he can just get out of it. Like, he doesn't, I don't think that he takes much very seriously as a defense mechanism. Doesn't
0: seem like he takes life very seriously. But uh, he meets a girl, Minnie Driver, Mm -hmm. uh, a young British actress who Harvey Weinstein said had a fat face. (sighs) And so he didn't want to use her for this movie. She
2: was perfect for it.
0: Uh, but they meet in a bar. Um, there's a big confrontation between her and this ponytailed Harvard boy. Uh,
2: that guy was, his hair was so wispy to be pulled into a ponytail. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he's, that just was gonna, go with a short You can haircut. see that
0: hairline disappearing very quickly. Like, it's just you tra- gonna,
2: Do you think he's just trying to maximize it while he has it? Like, he knows he's going to go I bald, so. so he's going long? He
0: looked awful. Yeah, he did. But, so anyway, he uh, kind of comes in. Matt Damon comes in, saves the day. She's She finds him cute. They go on a date together. They hang out a lot, spend a lot of time together. Meanwhile, uh, in order to prevent uh, to get jail time, uh, fancy professor boy who unders- figures out that Matt Damon solved his math problem says, "Matt Damon, you cannot go to jail." I don't know how he even gets this. Like, how do you do this with a judge? He's yeah,
2: like a, the he won that really impressive math medal that they he only give be- out every four years. I think he was very credible, so maybe he was like vouching for in, him in and saying math, like, "Let law. us let us try to rehabilitate him instead of."
0: Putting him in jail for mm-hmm. punching a cop. I feel like this is where if would we're doing plot holes, I would say not. a, but a Boston judge is not going to let some guy off the hook for punching a Boston police officer yeah. to go work with some frou-frou math professor. It's
2: definitely unlikely. Don't I'll see, see that happening.
0: Though, yeah. But it also he has to go to a, a guidance counselor. What do you call those? Therapists? Growing Therapist. up therapists? He has that, to go to... Therapist, therapist, just
2: therapist.
0: Regardless of the age, yeah. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> he has to go to the therapist. He tries a couple others. Finally lands on Robin Williams, uh, who is um, works for Bunker Hill Community College. He was the former roommate of uh, Fancy Math Professor man. Boy. Yeah. Uh, and so he says, "Hey, can you help fix this guy? Just talk to him." And that's part of his rehabilitation is going to go see this therapist, counselor, psychologist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to call it all of the things it, all those things and then also doing math problems on the side with fancy professor man uh they do all these things together and then there's a lot of conversation for most of me that's that's yeah, that's most essentially of the, movie is the just plot talking. and then there's a lot of conversations where we kind of figure out that matt damon is running from a lot of things mm-hmm. running from pain running from commitment so he doesn't have to feel any pain because mm-hmm. he feels like everything's going to be a letdown because he has a past he's trying to hide yeah uh yeah. and he thinks that He doesn't need to use his brain, and everybody around him says, you are so smart, you have to get out of here, you're wasting all this. But he Um, doesn't
2: want to. I think he's scared of of trying to succeed and not being able to do it.
0: And I think he's scared to even have—whether that's in a relationship or in a job or anything. So he just Mm -hmm. takes— what he calls the honorable way out, which is really just kind of the easy way out for yeah. him, is like I'm not gonna let anybody close because I don't want to hurt them. Right. And when in reality he hurts a lot of people because he doesn't let people close. Right.
2: Absolutely it's
0: and he says, I'm just gonna, I'm stay, gonna stay in South Boston because my buddies are here and I don't want to leave them. And they're like, You have to leave. You you have to get out. I
2: love that scene where Chucky's almost giving him like it's like he's giving him permission to, him, like, to do something that really scares him. I
0: hope every day that you're not there when I yeah. go pick you up for work.
2: Yeah. When That's he's a good saying friend. like you're you're kidding, if if you're still here in twenty years, because he's basically saying Saying, I'm gonna do the honorable thing. I'm gonna be here. We're gonna be doing this together. We're gonna be hanging out. And he's like, "If you're still here in 20 years, I'm personally going to kill you. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm not just going to let you like sit and squander yeah. your life. Like, go and be what a lot of people can't be. Right? Like, like make make it worth it that I'm doing this on a daily basis by going and like doing the best that you can for yourself.
0: So a lot of this is Will Hunting dealing with a lot of the, these kind of internal conflicts yeah. of like coming to grips with how smart he is and what he's wasting and uh, what it means to put yourself out there and be yeah. willing to, to have the opportunity to fail.
2: Yeah. Um, and that success is very relative. I thought that I thought that that was like a really huge point. I actually think that that's part of the lesson. There's two different lessons with Robin Williams and Stellan Skarsgård, the two like guide figures in the movie yeah. for him. Um, one of them I think is that it, it really highlights the difference between caring for someone because of their potential and caring for someone because of who they actually are. Mm. Um, like loving people where they're at versus what they can be. Do you feel um, like Stellan
0: Skarsgård loved him for, because of his potential only? Yeah,
2: Because of I think that he saw what he could be and that he could be great and that he could oh. solve a lot of problems and invested in him because of that. And I think that Robin Williams kind of saw him for what he was and wanted to help him where he was at more without right. necessarily the expectation of him doing something great and that also seemed reinforced in their own relationship like the two guide figures because mm. like one of the i guess they're both technically professors
0: but one made it one didn't make it but when you look at their but sweater that's choices the part
2: that i'm talking <laughs> but the scarf i wouldn't trade that
0: that scarf was rough. too
2: metro not it really dated the movie colleen would you but, ever
0: wear a scarf as a professor like indoors, like uh, a
2: thin scarf like no. that, like a that fashion scarf. That's not even. Scarf?
0: That's a fashion scarf. That's a I mean, what do ladies call them scarves when you wear them fashionable too. Scarves, all scarves, it's all scarves. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. Scarf.
2: So I actually think that that is what I mean by success being relative. Because what Robin Williams was trying to say when they were fighting was, I Which I time? was successful when they when yell at each other a lot. Stellan Skarsgård and, oh, and him, him were fighting. fighting. Like um When 200. they had that huge blowout in his office where they're fighting about. Um, Will's future and what they want for it and the the best way to proceed. Mm -hmm. Stellan is really fighting for... He has all these opportunities. We want to get him in front of people. We need to push him. We need to push him. And Robin Williams is much more on the camp of like, we need to let him figure out what he wants for himself. Just because you think that this is the top and getting the medal is the top doesn't mean that it is. And where it didn't really seem to click for... Stellan Skarsgård while they were fighting because he was very much like you want what I have you want the success that I have and that's why you're bitter Yeah, I felt like Robin Williams was like no like I found someone that I loved I'm, I'm doing something that I love that doesn't make me like get up feeling defeated every day like I, I am successful within my mm-hmm. own context and I think that that's like one of the hardest things to learn you know like chasing achievement okay versus with... chasing like fulfillment and significance mm-hmm. I feel like are sometimes they end up being the same thing right but I thought that it was really interesting because usually um, there's like one guide figure that's helping this person get through, and this felt more like he could choose one of two paths, which one would he want. Yeah. And he chose the Robin Williams path.
0: Which he did. And Robin Williams serving as the guide, also dealing with a lot of his own personal demons and trying yeah. to come to grips with his wife who passed away a mm-hmm. couple of years before. And Matt Damon said some pretty rough stuff about um, Robin Williams' yes, wife. true. And uh, that's probably the first time like when you really wake up in the movie is like when Robin Williams like... Pushes up against the wall and like says, "I will end you." Yeah, and kind of you're like, "Oh, I need it." And then takes him to that attention.
2: park bench and really tells him the truth.
0: Yes, about like you haven't loved. You say you knew all this, but he just Matt Damon just apparently is a very book smart guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, mini driver even asks him if he has a photographic memory, sure. and I think he. I don't, maybe he does.
2: I think that he thinks he knows a lot because he's learned a lot but he hasn't actually done a lot. And he's
0: got a lot of fun little scenes where he's like rolling off a lot of fast facts which yeah. are really fun to watch. It's
2: really impressive but then you get done, that he like, knows oh, you're so of, much. You're
0: kind of all just like referencing like a bunch of material. he's using materials.
2: so much, that, like he's using what he knows in his head to get out of actually doing yeah. anything, like a coping mechanism.
0: So we spend a large chunk of this two hour and change movie kind of with these, a lot of these conversations, a lot of one-on-one conversations between Matt Damon and Robin Williams, between mm-hmm. Matt Damon and his friends and his girlfriend yeah, um, and, and just trying to yeah. him come to grips with all this stuff. And in the end, he does leave. Mm-hmm. Um, he
2: decides he isn't there when Chucky goes to pick him up.
0: And Chucky's very happy. And he writes
2: a letter to Robin Williams and steals his quote about I'm going to see about a girl, which because is what, what Robin he had Williams done, had said about And a part wife. that made
0: Mary cry, Bokus, was when he, Minnie Driver put herself out there and yep. told her that he, she loved him. And she was there for him, and she he, wanted
2: him. She wanted him to move to California yep, with him. and
0: he did not want her super because he was afraid of it not working out. Yeah, so he left her and really hurt her, and so she just leaves for California. She, I really thought he was going to meet didn't at the just airport. Just leave something.
2: her and hurt her. Oof. She said, "Tell me that you don't love me, and I won't call you again." And he stares at her for like thirty seconds and says, "I don't love you."
0: How would you, and as a girl, recover from something like that if a guy that you had kind of put yourself out there for said, "I don't love," or "I what, tell me that you don't love me."
2: Tell tell me that you don't love I don't me yet, call and you he said to I don't love you, and I don't. So, it kind of first of all, it would wreck me. Second of all, that's probably the kind of closure that I need.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like she she chases him. I need you to firmly
2: shut the door. But then he calls her later, on, like two weeks later or something, right. Right. like because she's about to move, and this is the '90s, so they don't just have like. Cell and there's phones. a payphone.
0: You can also tell there's a '90s because the, just pay there's so a many lot of payphones. payphones.
2: Around. Um, like but it's not like he can just like call her all the time. Like she would have to call him from that point because she d- he doesn't know her new. Number right. and at the end of the phone call, she says, "I love you," and he says, "Okay, take care," or something yeah. like that. Something and she very.
0: Cries disa- again. Yeah, she cries he again. He really drug this poor girl over the coals.
1: How would you feel if that happened? I'd be w- like, like, I'm done with that guy. Yeah, I would be done. Like, I don't think I would even want to answer if he called the next time.
0: <sighs> you don't have color ID, but you probably surprised. would. She didn't even chew him out. She just she tried like jump back in, yeah, and told her that she I loved think him again. She,
2: I think she knew that he really cared about her and yeah. and couldn't.
0: Well, we find out too that. Uh, Sean and Will went through similar rough childhoods, mm-hmm. uh, and there's another scene where Mary cried. Sean.
2: Sean is Robin Williams' name. That has been. A, I've really been trying to remember what oh. that was. <laughs> Sean McGuire. Sean.
0: Who I believe this. If I'm not mistaken, I don't think it is true, but maybe this is Dead Poet Society too, right? Because yeah. Robin Williams plays it very similar. Yeah. Teacher figure I, and
2: I absolutely love with Deadpool an unknown in accent. You
0: can't tell where he's from. He tries to say in some this words. Movie, Boston. He's
2: also a Southie.
0: He's supposed to be, but mm-hmm. he has definitely has some. It's a Shakespearean. I'm Southie wondering accent. if it's
2: because he like hasn't lived there in a long time. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go with that. That's, they say his this favorite. movie is
0: uh, a love letter to Boston because of all the different places that they go oh. and different taverns and things they go to. I love that. Um, but that scene where they're on that park mm-hmm. bench together, it's supposed to look like just the two of them, kind of
2: yeah.
0: going through this big like realization. Apparently, there were three thousand people around watching oh that scene because they found out Robin Williams was shooting a movie in Boston
2: and so they, and all, so they started, all just
0: apparently no one was working that day. that day and they just all decided to go so see Robin Williams That scene,
2: that scene where um you find out that uh they have a similar past is the other one that really got me oh yeah that's the the one one where he's he's looking through like his file from being in foster care Mm -hmm. because um Matt Damon's character Will is an orphan and when he went was in like what they say in the court like eight foster homes and Mm -hmm. three of them he was removed from because of physical abuse and so that's when they're establishing that he's like a criminal towards the beginning of the movie is also when you learn that there's like a lot more to him like he's almost a byproduct of his environment and what he's learned to do to get by um and so this scene's very close to the end of the movie, which I actually really liked that they waited. They let they let Robin Williams' character, Sean, like really lean on. They, really his, his, up, uh, they let him lean on his, his he, like grieving, basically, right. from his wife. And they don't tell you until this point that he also has had like a really rough and painful past and then he starts just looking at him and basically like the fact that will is even opening up uh, enough to be like hey are you familiar with that like do you have experience with that area and he's like yeah i got that and then he just keeps asking him do you have experience with this and i think robin williams is finally like yes i yes i do like i personally have experiences and then he starts looking at him with the like it's not your fault yeah i know it's don't, not your fault. Yeah, no. I know. Again. Look me don't in cry. the eyes. It's not your fault. And then he just starts crying. And then Robin Williams like, you know, I you know what else I loved about that scene? This is what really got me cuz I started crying when Matt Damon started crying, but Robin Williams did not hug him. He didn't touch him at all. Robin Williams waited until Will reached out to him to Mm. do—to, like, really hug him back. And I thought that, like, that, like, physicality was really important because that's the same, like— I feel like uh, physical touch is a level of trust with people who have, like, traumatic pasts. that's, like, very significant. Mm. And so at the beginning of their counseling together where he was so determined to not be the first one that talked, this felt like another level of that where he wasn't going to force— like, a connection on him that he wasn't ready for and let Will just, like, stand there and cry and just stood in front of him until Will, like, reached out to him and then was there and met him immediately. And I thought that that was just, like, man, I could cry just thinking about it, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) (laughs) But that, like, what he was saying, it's not your fault, it's not your fault. It's just—it's such a simple thing to say over and over again. But the fact that he— like stood there and was present in the moment and didn't try to make him feel better and didn't try to dismiss his feelings. He just stood there and then let Will like cling on to him. Yeah. I felt like was like so special for their relationship since he was like a uh, like a, an authority figure for yeah. him. I felt like a very healing moment for him to be able to make that connection instead of having that be forced on him.
0: So this has been a light podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Very uh, similar to many of the other ones we've done, uh, but no. What did you like the movie, May?
2: I freaking loved this movie. It was so good. Like, <laughs> I knew I was go. I I knew I was gonna like it because earlier this week Colleen watched it and she was like, "We were gonna love it." I cried, and I knew I was gonna love it because Colleen cried.
0: Colleen, what was the last movie you cried in other than Good Will Hunting?
1: Pretty Woman. Did, I did not cry? cry in Pretty Woman? No. <laughs> Uh oh, the I think it was The Fault in Our Stars mm. or something, and I didn't I didn't mm. like that movie either. I typically That's don't like any movie crying. that makes me cry, honestly. Does this did mean you, you like don't like Goodwill Hunting? I did like this one, I did like it, but um, I like will just refuse to watch movies that I think will make me cry. I like, it. I won't don't watch, watch radio, um, I run from emotion one? too. I think what's it's the one okay. with the dog, Beethoven. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> uh, no, don't, nope. don't ever watch Me. I will not watch that. I won't, I refuse to watch animal movies. Any oh. yeah, I refuse to watch any of those. Yeah. Um, never seen Marley and me. You said another one earlier that I won't watch because it's sad. Um,
2: the Blindside, Radio, no. The Notebook, P.S. P- I, P- I Love You. P.S. I Love You devastates me still. So guy I've seen die. it like 50 he, times. Spoiler dies. alert. Yeah, huh? he does die. Her well, husband, like who like, like, she right? loves so much, dies. Yeah, yeah, but then she finds out that he's been writing. He had cancer, and he had uh, been writing terrible. her letters and has them being sent to her after his death to help her heal through the process because he knew she would shut down.
1: I'm good. Okay. That sounds terrible.
0: I don't want to come that close to it's like I the like
1: opposite of the at, way that I heard about this movie and I was like I have to see if, <laughs> if you're familiar with the Enneagram Ryan and I are sevens and Mary's yep. a four yeah it's very so, on brand conversation could we just take a quick moment
2: go on to talk about how hot Matt Damon <laughs> Ryan, was in this was movie. just talking about that. It was just like, that. I feel like I had a sexual awakening. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs>
1: Ryan, you might need to cut again. this
0: out. <laughs> oh boy, I'm going to take a step back and it let was, you discuss this part. It was so part, hot. I through
1: never through think I don't think I have the, the same feelings that Mary <laughs> had towards Matt Damon in this. I never thought either
2: like in my life, I feel the same way about Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. Like, I didn't think that Brad Pitt was hot until I watched Fight Club a couple weeks ago. Um, that was the first time I ever saw him. And understood but what people is thought.
0: Infinitely handsome. Right? And I have I've never, never not seen him look nice.
2: That I don't. I'm not into Leonardo DiCaprio. I was never into Ben Affleck or Matt Damon. But now I've seen this movie. And
0: now you're into all of them.
2: Now I'm into all of them. But I'm specifically. <laughs> I love thin Matt Damon or thin Ben Affleck wow, for sure.
0: Is, I'm not sure it's a compliment as much body as body shaming.
1: It's,
2: yeah, <laughs> I'm not trying to body shame him. He just looks. He looks different when he's not all like muscly. Oh. Uh. Because he's not a big like he's like just a big dude like he's like a muscly guy now. Yeah. And in this movie, he's like still pretty like thin.
0: They were worried that well, he was worried. He went through like a whole crisis situation where he was like, "They're gonna I'm gonna be typecast as a dumb blue collar guy." Oh, and he in wasn't this movie. At all. I mean, He wasn't. He at wasn't typecast as like like that he because did. he, you know. I
2: feel like he kind of st- like took like a stairway up from that.
1: It's like, very he interesting. Got Which career do
0: you feel time. like? Because this was kind of both of their big launch pads. Which who do you think had the better? Who's had the better career? Mm. That you would say.
1: I initially wanted to say Matt Damon, but I actually think don't so think too. that... I don't know if that's right. I actually feel like they're pretty even. I think it's just yeah. personal
2: preference that generally I like Matt Damon movies more.
1: I don't, Matt Damon, he's done great And like,
0: I liked him. I'm trying to think of, like, the most recent stuff I saw him in. I saw him in The Martian. That was great. Interstellar. Oh. Uh, did not see We Bought a Zoo. Uh, oh, I did see that. It was cute. But, like, there's been, like, some random stuff. Like, he was in all the ocean movies. Yeah. He played, like, a small role in Saving Private Ryan and all the Bourne movies. I feel like he's mostly known, though, for, like, Bourne stuff. Yes. So I feel like he got the most typecast.
2: Yeah, definitely. It's kind of like a...
0: Just like he did a lot of fighting movies. I think
2: so because Ben Affleck has also done a decent amount of directing, right? But a lot yeah. of times well, I'm ben just d- not Ben
0: Affleck won the, the Academy Award for Argo that year. Right. Argo
1: Ben Affleck in Pearl Harbor is actually one of my favorite Ben Afflecks. Pearl Harbor. I haven't seen that movie in years. Maybe I should watch that. That's a handsome Ben Affleck. <laughs> that's, what you're, that's what you're looking <laughs> is for. Is that
2: like a mid body Ben Affleck? Yeah, it's, like, it's a translational
1: like body. It, it's hard yeah. to get more Josh 90s. Hartnett's in that I was about movie. I right? it doesn't get much more 90s. When you see Josh
0: Hartnett and you're like, ah, this yeah. must be he right in the middle so of the nineties. Like,
2: if that guy's not wearing one of those hemp necklaces <laughs> all the time, I don't know what's going on. But, anyways, I just had to acknowledge Matt Damon because his hair, his every like, his he everything. Had, when people are like, "Mary, what's your type?" Physically, not Matt Damon, but personality-wise, he's just like that's your
0: guy. Yeah, I've always been more of a I Robin love the, the man rough myself. edges,
2: people who like to fight, but also people who just like have a heart of gold and love their friends. And st- oh man, I love him.
0: I know he's had his. Uh, uh, his ups and downs, but KCF, like I, I love. He's like one of my favorite actors. He's
2: not hot in this movie. He's
0: not. I, I wasn't talking about that as much. Just how I like him as an actor. Oh yeah, like, I, I like liked him in too. Gone Baby Gone. I liked him in the Ocean movies also. <laughs> what are y'all sure looking at pictures <laughs> should, of right now? i should
1: some Ben Pearl Affleck, like pictures.
2: Oh. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. why is He's so shiny. Uh, the move.com
0: like, will put them. some Ben, ben, uh, ben Affleck, <laughs> Affleck pictures from Pearl Harbor, just, just for your reference. I
2: love them. And I God, feel he looks like ridiculous. This He's is, so greasy.
0: You, this is the- he was, you guys he was fighting. You
2: might think that this is insane, oh. but I would put Goodwill Hunting Matt Damon above Dennis Quaid. Stop it. Wow. That is wow, in my celebrity wow, wow, fresh wow. list. Yeah. That's the level that we're at.
0: I feel like this you're still fresh on this. You literally just yeah. got done watching this movie. I think I once you stop once smiling. you come back to earth, I think the Quaid will take he's back just over. So Quaid. perfect.
2: And I just feel like a fangirl, but I don't think he's hot now cuz I think that his head is square. Like he that I see Quaid? what Harvey Weinstein was saying about many driver
0: when I look at Matt Damon's face. current head. Oh oh. oh. Um, so Colleen, I feel like you set out a lot of this one mainly because I feel like it's a lot of emotional conversation uh, and you don't really love jumping into wrestling with your own emotions. So but how tell about get to stuff that you love? That's a good tell part us the facts. Uh, Give us some trivia. Oh my <laughs> gosh.
1: Well, first of all, uh, this movie, Mary, this is the one of the 20 most overrated movies of all time. Overrated? As was ranked by. I should know what this is, though. This is kind of, like, a ridiculous Bill's fact. Bill's List. No, by Premiere. Sounds like a legit thing, but I don't it know what it is. Premiere? It only
2: has, like, a 8.3 on IMDb, and I would have thought that it would be, like,
1: at kind of, least like, a 10. I think it's, like,
0: a 90 on Tomatoes. Like, to Tomatoes. me, I
1: could see yeah. if Pretty Woman was on that list. I could, too. But I As
0: overrated? Not,
1: yeah, because well, it's saying, good, but
2: not right? good enough good, to be a yeah. mandatory one. But this,
1: I don't feel like, was overrated. I feel uh, like it lives up to the hype, It personally. definitely is, yeah. like, the
0: quintessential 90s drama movie. Like, there's a lot of conversation. There's a lot of like. Elliot feel, Smith music. Yeah. Yes. I feel like it's been on cable TV for like 100 years.
2: Right? I, well, but <laughs> shockingly, I have never seen it. It's <laughs> true.
0: Just never seen it. But watched, you've never seen so, pieces
2: of it? No.
0: Or maybe you've actually have seen it in the that No, because watching.
2: I didn't even think the phrase, how do you like them apples, was going to be about what it was about. Yeah. Like, well,
0: apparently that's from, uh, what was it different movie. Chinatown with yeah. Jack Nicholson? Oh,
2: really? So yeah. maybe that's what it But he was quoting of.
0: that scene from Chinatown, but. In the movie. Anyways. It's mainly, mainly known I did for not, the I hunting. would
2: not put it as an overrated movie. I wouldn't
0: either. I would
1: say, if anything, it's underrated with A the current list, generation. A different list, Colleen,
0: ranked it uh, by The Hollywood Reporter as number 53 of the 100 favorite, favorite films of all time. I
1: maybe trust The Hollywood Reporter over whatever Both Premiere is. Both of these things is. sound
0: very, like, like we could name them. Right. Like, Premiere.
1: That right. sounds incredible. So the Hollywood <laughs> Reporter.
0: I just put a word you know together with one that you also know. And like, oh,
1: wow, it's pretty. It's a big that's deal. That's how
0: you build credibility right there. Um, uh, this is the Washington for the Washington Gazette.
1: The first person they considered directing for this was actually Mel Gibson
2: <laughs> from What <laughs> Women Want.
0: That's the one from Braveheart. <laughs> I don't know if he still had his Braveheart hair at this point, but Braveheart oh, had I just come out. Oh.
1: Maybe that's why the guy had a ponytail, because Mel Gibson was like, "Put someone in hey, with hair like mine." Know
0: I think that's going to work out. I but did
1: hear though that Mel Gibson was like kind of dragging his feet on like figuring out what he wanted to do with it, and Matt Damon asked him, "Hey, if we find someone else who's more interested in this, are you okay stepping down?" And he said, <sighs> "Matt Damon said that too." Yeah, to Matt, him. Matt Damon. Like, I was like, "That's like pretty impressive." Pretty... Well, they're like, all together,
0: okay. so it's like I guess it's like their baby. They're like, "Hey, if you it don't want to do this, but man, you have I'm... a
1: pretty high profile director that you're just kind of like, hey, you're not if you're." Was basically like you're not passionate about this who but had just, just won saying, the
0: academy award for i think braveheart was best picture right you have like picture director
1: that kind of shows like where they were at with it which is i don't know well, I it was like cool their, piece. their life's
0: work up until that point they right. were like oh, i spent all my whole whatever your first all of thing, college all of college doing this thing <laughs> but uh so that mel gibson passed they offered it uh michael mann was attached for who a little while that? michael mann uh directed bad uh not bad boys miami vice he directed a lot uh black Hawk down no, marriages in any of these. Okay, a lot of guys. a lot of like dark gritty guy a movies.
2: Oh, that's why I haven't seen him. Uh, My dad's but, like, probably seen all her. of them.
0: But he wanted to. Uh, he did not want to put uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck in it. He wanted to use Leo and Brad Pitt.
2: Oh, just whoa.
0: And I so just, the guys were like, was, "Hey, non negotiable. We kind of have to." Be if our, it was our guys. Fight
2: Club, Brad Pitt, yes.
0: Why don't you just watch Fight Club then?
2: Because Fight Club turned out to not be about a fight club as much as it was about mental— This also didn't turn out to be a
0: math caper movie either, so.
2: (laughs) Yeah, what was up with the 90s and saying one thing and doing another?
0: False promises (laughs) in the movie titling. Uh, But then it eventually got made by Harvey Weinstein. We mentioned him earlier.
1: Yep, interesting Mm -hmm. story there too.
0: Yeah, go on.
1: Uh, well, I, the first the first production company picked up was was it Castle Rock? Mm-hmm. Castle Rock had it for a while, and they kept doing revisions to the script. and Matt Damon and Ben Affleck felt like they weren't actually like reading the revisions they wrote. Oh, really? And so they, like, put in this uh this sex scene between uh Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's character. <coughs> Which is, like, see. maybe
0: something Mamrie would have added to, like, hey, you know what makes me just a little bit better? If you Pearl Harbor, yeah. <laughs> Ben Affleck, put him with Good Will Hunting's hair there and see is. what happens.
2: Whoa. So, <laughs> you can't say stuff like that.
1: They, wow, uh, wow, wow. They put it, like, they hit it, like, pretty far into the script just to see if people uh, were, like, actually reading it and... No one was, and then it got passed to Harvey uh, Weinstein, Weinstein at some point, and he brought it up to them and was like, hey, I don't know if that sex scene makes a lot of sense in and here. He's like, I
0: love the rest of this movie. Let's just cut this one part of it out. And they're like,
1: okay. And they're like, that's, that's their guy. And so. Wow. And then it got picked up by Miramax, because I guess that's where. It's where, all Harvey Weinstein uh, yep. stuff, yeah. Yep. Oh, god. And so
0: they ended up making it, and it won all sorts of awards. It got nominated for nine Academy Awards that year. I get it. Uh, Robin Williams won an Oscar for oh it. Oh my
2: gosh, he was just so good. He was
0: great. Uh, Minnie Driver got nominated, didn't win.
1: Um, I really loved her in this movie, though. I thought she, she was d- so likable.
2: I yeah. haven't seen her I in a ton of stuff. I've only seen her in maybe like two other things. That I actually I can't, can't remember. tell you anything
0: else she's in off the top of my head. She's
2: in um, a TV show called The Riches that I used to really like. It came yeah. on FX. It oh, has Oh, you would really like it. I don't, Colleen. I don't know if you would. <laughs> How do you feel about fraud?
1: I, <laughs> I'm not like for it.
2: What
0: about, like, Ryan,
2: I know what? you're pro. Well, I'm very pro. So she's in the show. Oh, gypsies—that's
0: one of my favorite words. Um,
2: there, she's in the show with Eddie Izzard, and I do like um, Eddie Shannon Woodward actually plays her daughter. She, um... And they have a son, too, whose name I can't remember. He is blonde. And they are gypsies who will go uh, and just basically steal people's lives, as gypsies do, hmm. um, wow. of of this particular kind. And they're basically—they assume the identity—they kill a family and assume their identity. I think they accidentally, like, hit them with their car—like, co- hit their car with their car, get in an accident. And they're like, well, we could just become these people because they're about to move they, somewhere. They stole
0: the identity of the—
2: Of a family who was relocating to a different state and is, like, trying to cover it up, basically. So that's the plot of the show. That's not the point of this, but the show is good. So if you can find it somewhere, I do recommend it. Hmm. It is not suitable for children, but it's not dark like a a Showtime or HBO show is. Interesting. Um, And then she's in this, like, rom-com. I think it's called, like, Turn to me or something. Yeah, that's right. Is that where she like somebody lose doesn't have their heart and then it's like a heart transplant movie? Yeah, it's like one of those
1: like real classic Yeah, it has
2: the guy from X Files in it. You guys
1: have really lost me. (laughs) Yeah, anyways, that's the the only thing that I've
2: ever seen Minnie Driver in. And I thought she was so good in this.
0: She was good. I feel like uh this was like one of those it was like nine I think ninety seven. Um because this was it didn't win the best picture because that went to Titanic. So this was like
1: this was
0: this was peak.
1: It's a tough, tough year to be.
2: Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio with could have Titanic. been in both Goodwill Hunting and right. Titanic in the same year. that
0: would have been insane. Good grief. But it was nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Supporting Actress, Best Film Editing, Best Score, Best Original Song, which was Elliot Smith. The whole soundtrack's mm. Elliot Smith songs, who which makes it just even sadder of a movie because all those songs are very sad. Yeah. But uh, no, it was, I, I love this movie. It's one of my favorites.
1: So, so I guess ultimately, Mary. Your thoughts. Would you I have already texted this? three people. Oh, wow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, I really genuinely think that this is a movie that anybody could enjoy. Um, and I think, think that so? it's one that most people could learn from. Yeah, I do. I think, I think that there are it's parts, appealing. There are
0: funny parts of it's it. It's appealing if you
2: like. to a wide variety of people. The only people that I think wouldn't like it would be people who have an issue with people saying, Wait, it's
1: smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, uh, we're right, gonna to, we're going to we're gonna need you to bleep that. that out.
0: <laughs> for sure, still
1: family um, friendly. There's no explicit wow. on our podcast. <laughs> that, yet. There is a
2: lot of language. There is a like, lot of language. A lot of, a lot of language. language. But otherwise, like,
0: language.
1: if you watch it on TBS, you're yeah. Right. oh yeah, you're probably fine. Watch TBS
0: version. Oh, did you know? Here's some uh, two other fun facts. Did you know that when they were writing this uh, movie, they were thinking um, when they were writing Robin Williams' character, all his parts in their mind, they had Denzel Washington. I'm sorry, not Denzel Washington again. Morgan Freeman. <laughs>
2: It's like first Didn't he was a mostly pretty, a pretty woman, woman. woman, and now he's Morgan <laughs>
0: Freeman was the guy they had in Ryan, or Robert De Niro. That's like for who for Robin Williams' role. That's who they originally wanted oh, it was Robert I'm glad De Niro. I, all Freeman. I could
2: picture Robert De Niro is the one who was an analyzed this right. Yeah, I can't imagine that. Um, and Morgan
0: Freeman, I feel like would have been too. I don't know. Have, I think
2: he's too wise. I think that Robin Williams' win was his accessibility. Well, I think Robin like, Williams looks most, like a wounded
0: man a little more than. Morgan yeah. Freeman does. He
2: just looks like a person like a normal person. And right. Morgan Freeman I always see as an authority figure and somebody who's God's just like, like wise and inaccessible. Yeah, that might be because of the voice.
0: <laughs> the voice, the TV show? Yeah. Yes. No.
1: Oh. <laughs> just but his voice. I
2: going back to your question, I would absolutely Yeah, I would. I would recommend this to um anyone. I can't really think of it. other than people who have a, a strong issue with language in movies, I think it's
1: Really relatable and probably most people could get something out of it. Colleen? No, I love it. And I don't like sad movies. But you would so watch it, you I would it recommend it
0: to anyone if you said you haven't seen Kudel Hunting,
1: what's wrong with you? I would say you should now. definitely see it. I don't know if I'll watch it again, but I feel that way with like most movies in this genre. I love I liked it and I was like super happy I watched it. I'm glad it. I went I back and watched it. Right.
0: I don't probably watch it another for another ten years. Oh,
1: right. I will totally watch it again. I Maybe. used
0: to really like make time for sad emotional movies. I feel like I'm more into I have two kids now, so I'm like I like A little more fun stuff Avengers (laughs) Watch a Um, lot of Avengers I
2: think that this movie Would be great for People who love Dead Poets Society That is true I think that I
0: recommended that to Colleen.
1: Who? One are you? Mm. I've seen that one. I
2: watched it because of you, and I I see a lot of parallels. Or like, uh, do you know the movie Mr. Holland's Opus? Yeah. One of my all-time. That favorites. would be a good one. Basically, if you love movies with like, like inspirational um, October, teachers, sky or, like they yeah. all the feel hunt like for Red Z- October, yeah, that which is you're all feel the, the hunt the for
0: Red October. Yet. Where Sean Connery is a he's a captain <laughs> on a nuclear submarine. <laughs> nope,
2: okay. oh, that's different. That's nope. later. Matt Damon, not this one. Oh, um, but I feel like if you're really into that, or into movies where there's like uh, somebody trying to overcome their past kind of like the blind side like or, blind or side. movies like that where they have the odds stacked against them hmm. then you would probably you love a really good like underdog this. movie it's my favorite kind but a
0: messy underdog not one that's just like not like the bad news bears where like oh yeah not
2: interested in the, the scrappy underdog so you don't love muddy um,
0: ducks as much as you love Goodwill Hunting.
2: Absolutely, I I really (laughs) because I love like I. That's why I really like sports movies. Even though I don't love sports, is Mm -hmm. because they're always sports movies are always about overcoming. Like remember the Titans. Not to say the blind side again, but the blind side. <laughs>
1: you keep bringing <laughs> this up. No, the blind side. I'm not oh, obsessed
2: with the blind side. It's just very topical for this, but I love movies like that because it feels like they're fighting to overcome something as a team. Yeah. And there's there's just different characters struggling with different things. Well, this has
0: been an interesting season so far, Then We've been, we are, we are in some headier, <laughs> headier topics. Wait for normal. the next one. Let's, uh,
2: yeah, let's keep well, it interesting. We're gonna, we're what are we watching a hard, next? A hard
0: right turn. We're going to lighten it up a little bit <laughs> with a movie. Uh, called The Shining. That Ryan says, has never, Shining. never seen. I've never seen The Shining. I've also
2: never seen it. Looking forward But I have.
0: never seen it. Uh, I know Jack Nicholson's in it. Yeah. Oh,
2: oh
1: yeah. So, wait. What? Wait. Well, we'll do, wait, we'll do that, the plot yeah, yeah. summary
0: for the next episode. Yes. But I just know that Jack Nicholson's in it yeah. and I think it's going to be I love real Jack good. Nicholson. I know he, there's, uh, some, there's some crazy. kids in it. It's probably a family movie.
1: It's a family-friendly movie for Definitely sure. It, we like, know it's He goes
0: on vacation with his kids to a hotel and... What? Run, they, what? They play hide and seek or something. You seriously
2: listen, know way more than I know about this. Very, you guys should tag team this next
0: no. one. We'll, we'll no. are not going to be able
1: to do it. But hey, if you
0: love this episode of the movie, Ben, <laughs> great if you didn't. Maybe go back and listen to the first season again where we keep it on a nice...
1: Lighter tone. Lighter
0: note, for the most part. <laughs> for the most part.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe start with heavyweights. Heavyweights is a fun and one. And thank you to Ryan Manette for mixing this podcast. Yes, Ryan yes. Manette,
0: our good friend for all your audio needs. RyanManette.com. He's a good friend of ours. And thank yep. you for joining us. Episode 2, Season 3 of the movie, Ben.
1: Bye. How do you like them apples?
2: I feel like I had a sexual awakening.